You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. We do a podcast for you on this glorious... Well, actually, I don't know if it's glorious or not because we're inside. It could be raining for all I know. Al, what's up, man? I think it's glorious. I did a couple... I had to write up a couple weather reports for Geo to read, and okay. it was uh, mostly sunny, high in the 80s uh, today in That New York seems City. glorious to me. Uh, yeah, it was pretty glorious, Jerry. Uh, something that wasn't glorious, this happened to me a couple days ago. Uh, my dog was eating uh, grass. Uh, she she likes to eat long grass for whatever reason. I, okay. I think that grass is sweet, and dogs sometimes eat it, especially when it's hot and their stomachs don't feel good, whatever it was. I try to stop her from eating the grass, but sometimes she gets some before I can, yeah. you know, before she's done. So the other day, <clears throat> we were out during the day, and she was pooping. And because she had grass there, the poop only came halfway out of her butt because the grass, the long grass strands were keeping it together. You're kidding. Jerry, I and then the poop fell out, but she still had a big gr- poopy grass halfway out of her butt. With the poop bag, I had to pull a long blade of grass out of my dog's butt in front of people in public. How'd that work out for you? <laughs> well, I like that the dog trusted me to do it. She didn't like... Freak out. Yeah, she didn't freak out. She let me pull. That happened one other time where I had to pull a poop out of my dog's butt. Wow. That is unbelievable. This is is what your life has come to. Yes. And I I wonder, do people ever have to do that with their babies? Um... No, I don't ever remember having to do that. I mean, a lot of disgusting things you have to do, of yeah. course. Because babies will throw up on you. They'll urinate on you. They'll yeah. shoot a diarrhea at yep. you. Vomit all over yeah. you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. All that stuff. And sometimes that is a mess. Yes. And sometimes you open up the diaper and you think it's nothing and it's, oh, boy. And it's something. Oh, it's an explosion. Yeah. Yeah, it's gross, dude. But it's it's a very, I don't, you can't explain it. You don't understand it if you've never done it, but that thought is one of the most disgusting things that I ever would have thought I'd do or have to do. Yeah. And then when it's your kid, you don't seem to care. 
doesn't. Right. I'm not saying That's it's. I'm say. not going to go nuts and be like, "Oh, it's okay. It's not cute. It's disgusting." Right. But you don't care. You just do it. Right. You just do it because you're your you're helping them. Yeah, and they're so helpless. I remember the when I was uh, in a relationship with Angie many years ago. She had uh, uh, one son at the time, and he was very young. He was in diapers when I met her. And one time he was having a great time eating blueberries. Yeah. He was just like, blueberry. This kid was just enjoying the blueberries. Problem was he wasn't chewing the blueberries. Oh. So when he pooped, he pooped all full blueberries. It looked like that there was just a diaper full of blueberries. You could rinse them out of organic (laughs) blueberries. These are organic blueberries. There was Matthew went through a stretch when he was... I don't know, nine months old, maybe. Yeah. I'm not even sure. Maybe 10 months, 11 months old, where he would eat, no joke, he would not eat anything but mac and cheese. Nothing else. And I don't mean craft mac and cheese. I mean the Gerber mac and cheese. We would try peas. We would try everything that they had. He wouldn't touch it. And it got to the point where he either recognized the scent or the color, whatever. And if you you put the spoon in, no matter what it was, he would turn. He wouldn't eat it. Not interested. And then we realized, grab me the mac and cheese. You'd open it, and his his eyes would light up. And he would smile, and he couldn't wait. To the point where we went to a restaurant in Florida with him when he was less than a year old. I had to go run bag. There was nothing he would eat. And she looked in her bag. She didn't have any left. I had to go run to the supermarket while we were ordering dinner and get the Gerber mac and cheese. And at one point, it became so much... That he pooped yellow. He was just it's like, right, that's concerning. He but was, then my wife's like, it's all he's eating. Right. He was that's pooping a, mac and cheese. Pretty much. Yeah. I was talking to a Spike, who was an adult. He, he uh, runs this place. He doesn't poop mac and cheese, does he? No, but he said when, uh, I guess many years ago, he was very heavy. And he said he went on a, put himself on a diet and he was eating a lot of carrots yeah. and sweet potatoes. And his mother noticed he was turning orange. Like his skin... His pigmentation. His pigmentation because he was eating so much. I guess beta carotene is in there. Yeah, sure. Wow. So you could poop yellow. You can turn orange. orange, (laughs) You can poop blueberries. These are all things of the human condition. Now, you mentioned something to me. I hope we can speak about it here, Jerry, or I'll edit it out. uh, About your son and pineapple juice. Yeah, no, we can talk about this. And then, uh, so you tell us, and then I'll, I did do some research on this. All right, so my son had four wisdom tooth uh, teeth taken out yeah. Monday. Now, we went to Myrtle Beach last week, and I noticed prior to the trip, my wife came home with like a case of those eight-ounce pineapple juice cans, to which I said, I don't what's this about? She goes, I don't know. She goes, ask your son. I'm like, all right, which one? She said, go ask Matthew. I'm like, Matthew, what's with the pineapple juice? Well, because I'm having my wisdom teeth taken out, and two of my friends had it done in the last few months, and they both told me to drink a lot of uh, pineapple juice prior to having the teeth ripped out, and you won't, you'll have minimal pain. To which I said, "That no way." I mean, you're having <laughs> your, they're cutting into your gums and ripping teeth out of your with There's roots no and everything. Yeah. So, long story short, he's like, "Well, this is what they told me to do: is eight ounces a day for five days, and then the last two days you have twelve ounces, and then twenty-four ounces." Okay, look, whatever, dude, go for it. I, I'm good with that. So he followed it to a T, and then he went on Monday morning. I got home from work. They, him and my wife, got home right after me, and his mouth was a mess, as you can as you can imagine. It looked like he was just in a boxing match, blood everywhere. And they told him, as soon as you get home, you take two Advil, 
and then you will start on the 600 milligram ibuprofen at around 4 p.m. and then try that at night. And if the pain is too unbearable, they gave him a pain medication. He took nothing and felt no pain. And I, for the life of me, Al, do not understand how that's possible. And he attributes that to the pineapple juice. Well, what else? I, how do you have? It's one of you have one taken out. He had four and had, I don't want to say zero pain, but he didn't take any, nothing else except for the antibiotic to prevent infection and, you know, but no pain medicine. Never opened the other bottles. Yeah, so I did do some Googling of this after you told me this. Uh, I Googled it this morning during a commercial break. Okay. And uh, I Googled pineapple juice and uh, wisdom teeth. And it is currently very popular on TikTok. Okay. Where they are demonstrating this. And then when I did research on it, I guess pineapple has some sort of enzyme in it. Yes, that's what he said. That reduces inflammation. In doing the research from some of the medical journals that were reacting to TikTok said it's actually even better if you eat real pineapples. Yeah, the whole pineapple. Okay. But yeah, that is like... So there is truth to it. Yeah. So I mean, clearly, because I just saw it. Yeah, I would use this for if I'm going to the dentist to get a teeth. A cavity right. filled. Why, Why am I not having eight ounces of pineapple juice every day now to reduce inflammation in my body? I don't know. We got to get on this TikTok, Jerry. There's all sorts of medical things Holy. going on over there. <laughs> well, wait a second. <laughs> yeah, I to me, mind blowing. Absolutely mind blowing. I did notice a thing that uh, some uh, older, like so, like say the Dave Ramsey show does this. Uh, ben Shapiro does this. Right. These guys that have podcasts and radio shows. In whatever their uh, expertise is in, so let's use Dave Ramsey just as an example, just yep. because he deals in money, yeah, and debt and that sort of thing. What they do is they go on TikTok and social media now to see the bad advice that's being given out, right? And that has a lot of views, and then they play it and then say why it's wrong, right, right, right. So it's it's funny. It's like the it's like the older generation reacting to what the newer generation is saying on TikTok. Did you things. find anything negative about the pineapple juice thing? I did not find anything negative about it. Other than like if, you know, as with any juice, you get a lot of sugar, right? And it's better to have the fruit as a whole because then you're getting the the fibrous the natural, things and the, and the natural sugars, not the added sugars. Yeah, even if the things don't have added sugars, okay, it's still better to get. Like the whole, like even if you have like naturally squeezed orange juice, it's better to, pulp. yeah, it's yeah, better to have the actual orange itself. Really interesting. But that was the only negative thing is that if they're like, oh, if you drink, some of the things on TikTok were saying to drink a whole lot more than your son drank. They're oh, okay. like, drink 64 ounces of, they say, that's like a lot of pineapple juice and yeah. sugar to take in at one time. He didn't take that much. He did. I think but he did eight ounces every day and then 12 and then 24 ounces. I would definitely I, try that. I think that's what it was. Yeah, I clearly it worked. Yeah. I mean, I think you went to baseball practice this morning. Yeah, that's unbelievable. Today's Wednesday. Did you have your wisdom teeth out ever? I have no idea. You don't remember? I don't know. My wife asked me that last night. I'm like, I don't know. Where are they? <laughs> They're supposed to be all the way in the back, right? Yeah. Do you have any space back there? Yeah. Yeah, me too. Well, I know I got mine out. So mine either came out or they were pulled out. I don't know. I don't remember. But I would think if I had that done, it's probably when you're 16, 17, 18. You don't do that when you're 10. Yeah. Um, I don't, at that age, I do not, I I don't remember ever having problem with my teeth, ever. 
So I don't know. Yeah, I had mine removed. And I th- I'm sure I was 19 because it was 1988. Did you have pineapple juice? No. <laughs> Did you have pain? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah right. A lot of pain. Right. And in fact, I remember like even the the oral surgeon that I went to, the, they were so impacted, the teeth. Like they, yeah, when the teeth are supposed to... Uh, That's what Matthews were. They're sideways, yes. right? Yeah. So they got to go in and pull. But sometimes the, like the dentist has or the oral surgeon has to put a lot of pressure to pull them out. It's crazy. In such a little space to yes. work in. Right. Good Lord. Uh, So I know it's a very traumatic to the area. Yeah. I don't know, man. I would have done that before I had my hernia surgeries. Give uh, me some pineapple juice. uh, Yes. I'm going to start drinking pineapple juice before anything now. Now, they do give you when you get done with a colonoscopy. Sometimes pineapple juice is one of the uh, juice options. I got to go have another one of those. They give you. Maybe that's why. Maybe they're like, you know, you just had a big pipe up your butt. They don't want to swell up your your anus. Yeah. Is there a ring around your anus? <laughs> yeah, they don't want to hurt your anus. Yeah, I don't know, man. Well, All I know I'm, is my mind was blown. Yeah. I'm going to get into this. I'm going to start uh, getting pineapples. There you go. I don't get pineapples sometimes. It seems like a pain in the neck. Fruit. Yeah, but you can buy them cord. Yeah, you can buy them They're cord. just a little more money, but but they're done. And yeah. You just got to cut them up. Plus, you can then see how ripe they are. True. Without that big prickly. Right. You wonder why it has that prickly coating on it. That's nature telling you don't eat me. <laughs> is that what nature's saying? Yeah, but then here we are eating them. Yeah, and they're delicious. They are delicious. They are good. That's one of the best the fruits out fruit. there. Yeah, oh, man, I love it. When yep. you bite into a fresh pineapple, oh, my. But anything oh, fresh. I mean, even a good ripe apple with a yes. good crispy, you know, outer portion or the uh, a good ripe uh, bananas are good, too. But I was thinking more of a peach or an orange. That, a plum. How about a, how about a, how about a, a grape? That's sweet. I, yes. you know, they're all good. A nice crunchy grape. That's sweet. It's, tr- it's awesome. It is awesome. And yet we some, sometimes we go for the Hershey bar instead. I don't get it. Yeah, the other weird thing is is that, that the fruit's available year-round even when it's not at its peak because, well, because it's not in they're season. they're importing it from yeah. different places And then we the get world. fooled, and then we, we be like, this isn't great. And then we forget about it when it is ripe, when yes. it is so good. Like now. Like now, yes. That's true. Uh, you can also tell, too, like when things are in season is when they're the cheapest. Because mm, they're plentiful. Because they're plentiful. They'll be like, here's a gigantic thing of uh, the blueberries for $5. And then in the dead of winter, it's they like. They give you the skinny little one for eight. <laughs> yeah. And they're terrible. Yeah. You're right. They're not sweet. They're not good. You're right. I wonder at that point you should get like frozen blueberries. Probably. I would think probably frozen fruit in the winter. Because frozen fruit, I don't think they add sugar to it. I would doubt it. Yeah. Because they're freezing it. Yeah, I think they're just taking the fruit and freezing it. Although someone will sprinkle some sugar on it to make it sweeter. Who knows? And ruin it, Jerry. All these tricks. Uh, I'm thinking of having a... uh, Baby. Definitely not. Babies are long past my time. Uh, You and Eddie at my house the last week of August. Yeah, probably not going to happen. See, this is what I mean. The last week or weekend? Well, no, not... Uh, one pick a time like Eddie's off. I'm off. You're probably working. I am working. If we could pick a day, yeah, I'll come down. Any day works for me. Yeah, and any day works for Eddie. He said. Then I will make that work for sure. So we just well, we should pick a day. I just can't do a Monday. Okay, here's what I was thinking of doing. How about a Thursday? Love it. I like a Thursday. How about this? I'm was go- I'm going to have a Bobby approved party. The only things available for you guys to eat or drink will be Bobby approved. That's fine with me. 
I don't mind. Done. Bobby approved party. Okay. No problem. We'll pick a date. If we're if we're picking that Thursday. Yes, I'll tell you right now. I got my. I'll clear this with Eddie. It's gonna be awesome. Because un- unlike you guys, I'm not off. And I have that's the week of the 29th. Yes, I am hosting that week. Okay. Oh my God, that's September 1st. That Thursday. That Thursday is September. Yep, sure. it is. God, that makes me sick. Damn. The Cowboys. Oh, actually, the Cowboys don't play that week because their final preseason game is the 26th. Perfect. So yeah, let's do Thursday. I'm putting it in right now. Nice. Al's place. This is what we're doing, Jerry. We are going to eat Bobby approved. Chips and salsa. We're gonna have some Bobby approved other foods. Yeah. Uh the only beer that will be available will be Miller Ultra Golden Organic Beer. I just got a text from David. He has me hosting this Saturday. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Jerry, you're the hostess with the mostess. Uh okay. Uh, by the way, there is a cool Netflix documentary on the Woodstock 99. Not This isn't the same one from... No, so so Bill Simmons' company, production company or movie company, yeah. did one for HBO. I think a year ago, maybe. Okay, because I saw one on Netflix. Or maybe it was HBO. Yeah, it was on HBO. The okay. Netflix one is a three-parter. Okay. Even though you don't really learn a ton new, there were some things. It's still wild to see the footage again and to hear from different people that were directly involved. Okay. What a... Bleep show? Oh, my God. Yeah. I know. And it was also... Like, it was just a perfect storm, you know? It was like the heat. Yes, everything. Where it was... um, More people than they expected. More than they expected. The... Really, the heat and those bands in the 90s were... um, Aggressive, Hardcore. yeah. So it was Limp Biscuit, Corn, Rage Against the Machine. They were hardcore, like. And this isn't the same one. This it. isn't the same documentary where I thought it was mail bashing. Remember we talked about this? Yeah. No, it the, no, it did not come okay. across as that way. It wasn't about angry white men. No. Okay. Actually, yeah. You know what? They did not because that was the premise of the last one. You're right. And they really went after the, you know, the the, the eighteen to twenty five year old angry white male. Yeah, it was not were. presented that way. Okay, I did not come away feeling that, and I did from that other one. You, yes, you, okay. Oh, look, about. it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Okay. It's a three party. I will watch a three party. I'll watch it. And the good part is they they ha- they do sit downs with the people directly who organized it, uh, produced it, uh, and how they tried to sugarcoat it at the time, and just. It is wild. Wow. Okay. Sounds good to me. But in it, uh, they 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 really thanked Bush, the band Bush, for calming down the crowd mm-hmm. after corn. Because Bush didn't even know what to do. Right. Because the corn crowd, the corn got the crowd so crazy. And then here's Bush. I thought it was Limp Biscuit that got the crowd crazy. Well, they then they really got the crowd oh, crazy. Okay. They thought corn got the crowd crazy. And then Limp Bizkit. Is that free? That was Freak on the Leash, right? Yeah. Got the Life. That was that time yeah. period. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then. Sounds good to me. Fred I'll watch Durst. it. I will watch that. I don't know when, but I'll watch that. I, I have gone back and watched the Limp Biscuit Break Stuff performance from that on YouTube. It is amazing. 
I mean, I would not want to be there. That crazy. But that it, when when he gets into that doo doo, that slow part where he's yeah. like, "Man, I just want to break something, man." And when you hear this music, you know that. And then it just give me something to break. And the whole crowd and they're ripping crap down. It is dangerous. Nuts. Yes. And awesome at the same time. <laughs> Dangerous and awesome at the same right? time. Yeah, it is awesome. Uh, awesome to watch. Would not want to be. Agreed. There. I agree. And I'm, I told you yesterday, I wanted to go to that. I remember back at the time. I'm like, yeah, I can't. I was getting married. I, was like, I wanted to go. Yeah. Well, I'm glad I didn't. <laughs> yeah. That. I mean, that that scares me from any festival show. Yeah. No, I hear you. Big crowd. Too big a crowd. No good. No good. I'm happy now that I like music that is more more older crowd. So then we're not gonna like go crazy. Like I wonder though if I you go to Lim, see Limp Bizkit now I suppose I could look this I think up it's in people videos. Are age. Yeah, like when break stuff comes on, they might be jumping up and down, but no one's. But not like it was twenty five years ago. Yeah, they're not mosh pitting each other. We're old now. I did see Fred Durst got married for the fourth time. Fourth time within the past week, week and a half. Four times in a week? No, no, no. Oh. <laughs> they're very quick relationships. No, f- his fourth marriage. Well, I tell you. I don't. I always say I would never do it again. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I would. I don't know. Four times, I could tell you, there ain't no chance. Four marriages. There's a thing, too. Like, you start to look at, like, your life and the years left. Yeah. I don't know. Like, to, if something ever happened with my marriage now, by the 48, 49, I'm like, you really want to get involved in the in your 50s and then get married? Right. Like get involved, sure. Sure. Why would you get married in your 50s, though? Not sure. Like, what's the point? You're not going to have kids at that point. Right. You live together and all that stuff, but why would you get married? I don't know. I think if you're going to have kids, get married. Well, I you agreed. Eh. You're right. But without the kids, I, I don't know. I don't. I just don't see it ever happening again. I mean, I yeah. hope I never do because that means something went terribly wrong with my current marriage. Right. But yeah, I don't know. I just, I four times at some. I would think after the third one, you got to realize, you know what? I'm not good at this. Yeah, you know what? Something's <laughs> not working out here between me and this whole till death do us part thing. Right? Because that clearly don't mean anything. Yeah. Matter of fact, when I go to the third one, I might tell leave that part out. Just uh, we're till annoyance parts us. Yeah. <laughs> till we really can't stand each other anymore. Which might be in a week. Who knows? We don't know. Oh God! He got married four times in a week. So four times. <laughs> Fred Durst, give me it. something to break. <laughs> I never got into corn. I couldn't. I I, I like corn for a while. I wanted to go see them at the art center this year. I was back in this year or last year. I think it was back in May of this year. Like you had the art center. Their CDs. You had had corn CD. Yeah. I don't anymore, but I had them. Yeah. They were too hard for me. Yeah. And I don't even think they were that hard. I mean, K-Rock played them like crazy. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's where I, that's where I started listening to them, and I did buy, I did buy a CD or two of theirs. Yes, but it was more. I liked the popular songs. That was me. I wouldn't call myself a fan. Yeah, but I did. I liked. It. I liked their music. And, and I, I, th- I think it was May they played played Art Center. I think. And I see Spike went to see Raging Rage, the Machine. Yes. Yeah, which my buddy who works at the Garden offered me tickets to go see them every night this week. But I'm like, I can't. I'm, I'm not doing it anymore. I only know a handful of that. Only the ones that K Rock played. Yes, but if you had their CDs, which I did, you know more than you. Think. Yeah, I would. I would almost guarantee you know more than you think. So, they're another one where I feel like crazy fights are going to break yes. out. But maybe not. But their crowd has to be older now too. True, that is true. 
You never know. Bulls on parade. Yes. Gorilla radio. I love gorilla uh-huh. radio. Lights out. There was, you want to go? No. Okay. When uh, when uh, gorilla radio was coming out, I remember there was like a K Rock takeover where where they were teasing. It was almost like they were teasing that K Rock was turning into something called gorilla radio. Okay. But it was just. It turned out it was just a promotion for for a Rage Against the Machine. And that one dude plays with Bruce Springsteen now all the time. The oh, main Rage that. guitarist. Oh, really? Tom Morello. Didn't he, he's also on Sirius. Yeah. Yeah. He's good. I hear him yeah, sometimes like too. He goes to the music and yeah. has stories and stuff. And Pretty he does good. the show on multiple channels, and he bases his show based on the channel he's on. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Bulls on Parade. That was a certain genre back then. Corn, Rage, Limp Bizkit. Like metal rap. I don't, yes. even, I don't even know how to describe it. Yeah. But it wasn't metal. It wasn't rap. It wasn't hard rock. But it was heavy with talking parts. Yeah. But they weren't rapping. You're right. But no, they were but talking. Limp Bizkit at times you felt like was a like a metal rapper. I don't. That, yeah. That's the best way I can put it. And I like that K-Rock actually played it. Because oh, there was nowhere else to hear that stuff. Yeah. I mean, I guess SOU, I guess. Seton Hall, maybe. But, but I, that's I never listened to that. There were so many bands with a similar type sound that it worked as a full radio sure format. Sure did. Because you had multiple bands that did it. Yeah, and there's nothing like that now. There's not like uh, where you go, oh, I could I could build a whole radio on this is all new music and it all had like people that like this, like this. Yeah. Like it, it just is. We need to invent some new music, Jerry. I, okay, well, I don't know that I can do that. You and I. Let's go work at K-Rock. That's all, right. all right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up. Program. Yeah, I got to go. It was good to be back on the post-game podcast, which we missed the last few days. Uh, warm-up next year. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Your teams, your station, call the fan. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook. Better odds and favorable prices. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, suck. here we go, 501, 501, it's Wednesday. Nice to have you with us, D.A.D. Scazzeri. What's up? As we're in the friendly confines of the studio. God, I hate the remote shows these days, but we understand why we do them. Al Luis Dukes, what's up, man? Good morning, Jerry. It's good to be back in here. I was out all last week. We so had was remotes on. Monday and Tuesday. You were out as well, so it was good to be back. Like a week and a half. Yes, it's been a while. It's been a while, yeah. One thing I do worry about with those remote broadcast shows in particular when they are at the Giants and Jets camp, and I think about this all the time, the show is always on a riser, right? So there's yes. like, uh, you have to take a large step. One step up, but a large step up to get on the riser, to sit on our chairs. Word, if your thin leg is going to have enough strength to go up the step. Yeah, will it be able to pick (laughs) me up? Uh, And the same thing on the way down. Yeah. And I get so nervous because we have NFL players walking up that large step and down that large step with wires everywhere. Yes. I just picture, you know, Zach Wilson tripping on his way down. Yeah, sure. And getting injured. Uh, Who knows? Yeah. I think I, well, I, I get so nervous. Like it, I, I know they clearly see the step coming up, but on their way down, I always go, "Oh, watch, oh, watch this." Bad step. news, good news. Yeah, the bad news is they'd get hurt. The good news is we'd be all over the media. Right, that'd be D- tremendous. WFAN injured uh, quarterback Zach Wilson. <laughs> no, we didn't, but that could happen. That he, is true. He tore his ACL walking away from an interview. That's not he, our fault. When he fell over, when he stepped down and didn't see the you thing. Know what? I, I don't want to hear about about injuries anymore. I saw a 48 year old pitching a baseball game last night. Yeah, and he hasn't pitched in seven years, uh, twelve years, to whatever, and he threw 117 pitches. No, he's Figueroa. fine. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so enough he, with these injuries. He didn't play well, though, Jerry. No, no. Did he go out and pitch a complete game? A complete game, seven innings. Well, whatever. Seven innings, 118 pitches, 119 pitches, well, whatever 19. it was. He hasn't thrown in a game in years. He allowed eight runs, though, Jerry. I don't care. Does he hurt? Uh, not as far as we know. Then enough. No more of these stupid injuries. So this is Nelson Figueroa, who he unretired to pitch a complete game for the Staten Island Ferry Hawks. Well, he unretired because they had no one to pitch. Well, how do they have He's no the one to He's the pitching coach. I have no idea. Call uh, Gary Perron up. I'm I don't know. I'm not calling to find He's out. running that show over there. I have no idea. Yeah, so then Nelson Figueroa said, give me the ball. And he took the ball, and he gave you seven innings. Right. Innings eater. Yeah. <laughs> Nelson, I, I hope he gets called up to the Mets. At some no, I know point. he's not going to get called up to the Mets. <laughs> Who are the Staten Island Ferry Hawks a part of? Were they? Uh, they used to be Staten Island it Yankees. Used to be the Staten Island Yankees. I, then Staten I honestly Island have no idea. Pizza Rats, and now they're Staten Island. Did they Ferry actually Hawks. become the Pizza Rats, or was that something they were just kicking around from that viral video? No, I think they became them. Did they? Yeah. Yeah. I got to be honest. I have no idea. I know that. I know the place is really cool. The sights are awesome. The skyline, yeah. all that. Great place to go watch a game. What team they are, don't know. 
That is true, though. He did throw 119 pitches, and uh, he's old. He's not old. He's but my he's, age. But he, he feels have, fine. He doesn't have to pitch again. Like, you know, so I trust me, I understand this is not Major League Baseball. But you know he's probably this morning, he's where you're waking up hurting. Do you know last week in, in, in Myrtle Beach, I threw batting practice every day for five days. Twelve kids, each got roughly 20 pitches. Now, am I throwing curveballs? Not many, a couple. I do throw them a couple. Am I throwing my hardest? No. But that equated to about 250 pitches a day. A day. So I threw the ball last week. Well over a thousand times. Feel great. I'd love to see you pitching for this Staten Island Ferry Hawks. Well, if Gary Perone wants to give me a one day contract, I will go out there and pitch for the Staten. I there? would. Yes, I would. I say we do it, Gary. I Perone. would do that. Let's go. Let's yep. get her done. Give me one inning. No, you got to go a complete game. Uh, well, I don't live. Yeah, but if I give up nineteen runs in the first, right? Inning, they got to treat you like a regular pitcher. If yes. you're not doing well, they pull you out of the game. I got a mean fifty-two mile an hour fastball. And I can throw the slow change and curveball at about 38. You never know. One inning, I might trip those guys up a little bit. That's true. I'm going to come up and in. Or one time through the order, so three innings. That would be cool. Well, that'd be a perfect game. For you, yeah. <laughs> For you, three innings. One time through the batting order might be one inning or one-third of an inning or infinity. I'd see, <laughs> might not I, record anybody. I think you could get uh, through three innings, Jerry. How do we get this done? I'm in. One, two, three. Well, we just call the Ferry Hawks. Who's the short little on. pudgy guy on the mound? Oh, he's a 48-year-old Little League coach. We've got all 48. <laughs> we've got all 48-year-old pitchers now on our team. Now, we did get a pitcher's duel last night in uh, Seattle. Yes, you did. Which we were sort of expecting Garrett Cole versus Luis Castillo. Yeah, but what you don't expect is after they leave the game that no one can score for another five innings. Yes, uh, the game went 13 innings, which yeah. is very... You don't see a lot nowadays since they put that dude on second base in extra innings. That's right. But no score right. until the bottom of the 13. Correct. When Seattle wins at one nothing. Right. Luis Torrens. Now, the I was looking through the... Um, I didn't see it live, Jerry, as I was sleeping, and I think the game was over when I probably... When I probably the game woke ended up, about two fifteen, I think two o'clock in the morning, I think. Yeah, see, I, my alarm goes off at two. I yeah. should have. I didn't even think to put it on. I did watch the lad this uh, this morning. I did watch the last four innings, the extra innings. I did. I didn't see the first nine, but I did watch ten through thirteen. So I was looking like in the eleventh inning, top of the eleventh. Yeah, the Mariners got two great defensive plays. Or the Yankees score there. They, now, they, is that the Benintendi play? Well, I know they put the guy on second. Right. And then uh, someone on the Yankees lines out to second. Okay. They double up the dude at second. All right, that's a, diff- that's a different one. Maybe I'm talking about the 10th. I get the innings confused. And then in the uh, 12th inning is when they had the comebacker to the pitcher. Which he catches it behind his back. Yes. Yeah. See, I actually, so that's a weird play. So two, two things here. You have Ben, I think it was the 10th inning then where Benintendi gets picked off second base. He's looking to steal third. Why, I don't know. But he's looking to steal third. And I, I'm i forgetting. I think it was Paul Seawald who was on the mound, the former Met. Maybe not. He did pitch. Maybe the 19th. I forget what inning. But the pitcher is in the – he's in the stretch. And you know the, the pickoff play at second base when the pitcher lifts his leg, turns, and spins to yes. second? So he lifts his leg. And Benintendi takes off for third, but when he lifted his leg, he started the spin. I got to be honest, watching it, it looks like a balk to me because he doesn't complete the spin. He stops and then throws, but whatever. It's not a balk. It's fine. 
So why he's trying to steal third, don't know. But it's a good place since it's legal. He kind of tricked them and whatever. So that was that was a mistake because you don't want to do that. The play you're talking about was the comebacker where the pitcher went behind his back to make the play. You had I, – I know it was Isaiah Connor falefa that got thrown out at second. Was it Luis Trevino? Was it Jose Trevino maybe? I forget. It might have been Trevino who's going – see, he's on second – and it's Connor Falefa that hits the ball. He's going to third. The dude catches the ball behind his back, throws to the third baseman, runs him down. Connor Falefa, being a little too aggressive, I guess thinks he's going to get caught in a rundown and tries to get to second. Dude tags him, throws to second, gets him out by three feet. Again, a little too aggressive. But I actually understand, I understand that one more so than I understood the first one. But not good. The Yankees basically ran them ran themselves out of two innings. Yeah, and as we heard Erica Hurst would say at the top during her update, three hits in 13 innings for the Yankees. Yeah, and none That's after the good. eighth inning, I believe. Is that right? I don't think they had one hit after the what eighth What are inning. we doing? Now, Josh Donaldson got hit by a pitch. All right. So they had first and second at one point. But, yeah, they didn't. Uh, they had no hits, none, after the eighth inning. No. No. Yeah, no. no. And had bases loaded, no outs in the 13th. And didn't score. And didn't score. Yeah. And then at the bottom of the 13th is when the Mariners beat them one nothing. Yeah, no, it's a bad one. Now, I had my bet going, Jerry. Uh, you and I have a bet going that uh, with the Braves and the Yankees. Yes, that's over. Right that now. combined, one of the teams would lose five in a row. One of the teams would lose six in a row. So right now, you need the Braves to lose six straight games. Yes, because the Yankees have lost five straight. Right. But the Braves did beat the Red Sox yesterday. And I don't know if you know, they were losing that game, I believe. They were? I believe the Braves were losing that game late, and they actually wound up coming back to win it. They win 9-7, so yeah. a high-scoring game there as well. Uh, yes, that was in, I think, 11 innings. I'm going to double-check. Oh, is that there. right? That was in a uh, Let's see here. That was in, let's see. Why is Red Sox Royals coming up? I don't they know. They played the Braves. They what did the play hell? the Braves, Jerry. I don't. So now I need the Braves to go on a whole new six-game losing streak. Here we go. It, was, ele- it was 11 innings. The Red Sox led this game 2-1, then they led it 5-4, then they were tied at 5, then they were trailing. Yeah, so they led 5-4 in the 6th, did the did the Red Sox, and the Braves came back to beat them 9-7. And my bet is dead. Well, for now. For now. But you the, got one half of it is is complete. Plus, the Braves got to play the Mets again. The Mets will sweep them, get them right on that, and if they come in having lost a couple games... I'll get my record right then and there. I will tell you, it doesn't seem impossible anymore, honestly. That's right. So a six-game losing streak, it could happen. You got the one out of the way. Now you need one more. Now the Mets won five straight, Jerry, beating the Reds again in another ho-hum. Mets beat the Reds uh, 6-2 last night. More importantly, they've won 14 of 16. And 15 of 18. Yeah, I like 14 and 2 rather than 15 and 3, but that's fair. Still pretty good. That is still pretty good. Yes, That's a pretty good record. Uh, now there was a rain delay. I did put. I actually did yes, put the game on seven ten to watch the game, and then I got locked in. SNY put on this like Keith Hernandez special. I thought you don't watch those things. I got caught up because I put the medic game. I was like, and- why? You know, I got caught up nineteen eighties. Yeah, Mets baseball. Okay. Gary Carter, Mookie Wilson. All right, I believe they have one on Craig Swan tomorrow. Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> now, here's something I didn't realize. I, I would have thought, if you were to say to me, did Hubie Brooks and Gary Carter play on the same Mets team, I would have thought yes. 
But last night I found out Hubie Brooks was part of the trade to the Expos mm. to get Gary Carter. Right, 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 right. I would have thought the same thing. I forgot about that. Yeah. And I didn't know this either about Keith Hernandez. The year he won the MVP, the year prior he batted like 214. No kidding. It was terrible. Steroids? <laughs> he wasn't sure what his problem was. Yeah. He just said he just – I think in the second half of the – of the season, he had 24, 25 RBIs wow. for the entire second half of the year. That's poor. And then comes back and wins the MVP. Did you see, did you hear this one thing that Gary said, Gary, that Keith did last night? Was this about the Phillies? Yeah, it was so weird. You didn't understand. Did you hear it? I didn't hear it. I was reading it on awful right. announcements. So it's 40 seconds. All I'll right. stop it whenever you want. But this was bizarre. This was during the game last night on SNY, Keith and, uh, and Gary. You know, I've expressed... To the to the front office, not to that front office, our front office, of SNY. That that I I hate doing Philly games. So I guess they gave they gave me to get the series off. You hate doing Philly games? Oh, because they always never seem to. Oh, up and in fastball. Uh, they never seem to uh, disappoint. I mean, they, they, over the years, now they're hot right now. But I would like to see them. But you know, as far as fundamentally and defensively. The Phillies have always been just, you know, not up to it. Maybe we can shoehorn you in. <laughs> what is he talking about? <laughs> he says they they don't play fundamentally sound you, baseball. But why wouldn't you want to be a part of that? Then go beat them. That's fun. Yeah, I don't know if he was trying to be hilarious. I don't think he was. You really think he went to them and goes, hey, if you're looking for a series to give me off, how about the Phillies? Yes, I do. I don't. There's no tone there where he's being sarcastic. Like, Gary seems stunned. Like, what? Doesn't want to see their poor fundamental baseball. I don't know. I thought that was just odd. It was very odd. Yeah, I did see uh, awful announcing wrote about it. People Strange. on Twitter were like, uh, "Is, Gar- is uh, Keith trolling the Phillies?" Uh, maybe he is, and you know what? It's probably working because I saw Evan post that the Philly fans were going nuts over what Keith Hernandez said. I mean, he's not wrong. I mean, the Phillies have had bad bullpens in the past. They haven't. I saw they released Didi Gregorius, by the way. I did see that Didi as Regis well. Is uh, is available. Um, but I don't know that I don't know, and I wasn't watching the game at the time, so I don't know where that came from. Just maybe they flashed up the schedule. I don't know. Now, where weird. Does, how does Didi Gregorius all of a sudden become not a good baseball player? I don't understand that. He ages out a little bit. How old is Didi now? Think about when. Like D- last year, he was hitting. I feel like last year he was hitting tons of home runs. Well, he was hurt this year for a big por- for a big portion of the season. Matter of fact, when I went to that Phillies game with Joseph a few weeks ago, he was only back a short time, I believe. So let's see, he is. How old do you think Didi is? I'm going to say he is a 33. He Just a, Google it. I am. That's what I would have said. I'm he 33. is. Let's. God. He's 32. He was born in 1990. <laughs> he's 32. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Um. So, so but he's been around though. I mean, he came up in 2012. So this year, for instance, he has had. He's only played in 63 games this year, which is not a great number. So a batting average. So last year he batted, even last year, Al, he batted 209 last year in 100 games. He's batting 210. So he's kind of is what he is at this point. I don't know. It's a good question. He is what he thought he was. The last year with the Yankees was 2019. He played 82 games. He batted 238. So if you look at what he's done, 238, 209, 210. Now mixed in there was that 2020 season. The 60-game season, he played all 60 games with the Phillies the pandemic year. He batted 284 in 60 games, but overall, not great the last handful of years. He's old. He stinks. Get out. Well, 
I'm not saying. I'm sure someone will pick him up. By the way, Carlos Carrasco last night won again. Yeah, 13 and 4. He's going to win 20 games. He might. Well, that would be unbelievable. Yeah, he might. That does not happen anymore. Not often, no. And no one even talks about this guy. I don't even think. He's not the wins leader, though, I don't believe. Like, he, I'm sure on MLB channel, no one mentions Carlos Carrasco. The guy's got 13 wins. Because you've got Jacob DeGrom and Max Scherzer, that's why. They don't have 13 and he's, wins. No, they don't, but this he's guy's been good. Done. Let me ask you this. Do you think Carlos Carrasco has been great this year? Yes. No, he has not. He's been good. No, I mean, he's thrown to an ERA close to four. I mean, he's been wins good. Wins leaders. Justin Verlander is 15. All right. Kyle Wright has thrown. He's second, tied for second. Yeah, tied for second. Come yeah. on. Pretty good. Come on. Pretty good. So they had fla- they flashed that up before the game uh, began with the delayed start. They flashed up the wins leaders. I guess he had 12 going, obviously, clearly, had 12 going into the game. So he was behind a few guys. But now he's tied for second. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Maybe, who do you want to win the Cy Young, him or Edwin Diaz? Him. Him? Yeah. No. Uh, Edwin Diaz gets the Rolling Relief Man of Diaz the Year award. right now. Uh, he, he could, he's he got a chance to win the Cy Young, this guy. It's coming in and throwing a couple of sliders. He's throwing to an ERA of nothing. Yes, I think I, Edwin Diaz has a better chance to win the Cy Young than Carlos Carrasco. Do does. they still do Roll Aids Relief Man of the Year? I don't know. I'm not sure. Do you watch Twib anymore? <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, we got to take a quick break. It's 518. We're just getting started. We got Boomer and Geo back in studio on a Wednesday on the Fan. Don't go away. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Mm-hmm. 
All right, 25 after 5. Hello, my name is Jerry. His name is Al, and we've got Eddie Scazzeri with us. Always great to have the band back together, as they say. A lot of baseball in that first segment, rightly. So, by the way, I drove to Myrtle Beach back and forth. Full Spotify, music on shuffle. My goal driving down, I didn't accomplish it driving back because it was tired, tired driving back. The goal driving down, never fast forward or skip a song. So you listen to whatever popped up. I accomplished that goal for 10 hours driving down to Myrtle Beach. How about that? What song were you like, oh, I still want to fast forward this? I so uh, probably one that. of the Led Zeppelin songs that I've yeah. heard 9 million times. Yep. I, I'm not, I don't remember. Over the Hills? Is that a song? That might, that might have been the one. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to hear this one. But I, I didn't. I left it alone. Good job. I played it. Played it all the way through. And yes. All right. That's something. Yeah. You accomplished something, Jerry. Yeah. Now, I saw this uh, headline, and I got very excited, as I love a good ghost story, Jerry, and it involves sports. Oh, Yandy Diaz? Yandy Diaz. He plays for the Tampa Rays. Now, when I first saw this about a, uh, he didn't want to stay in a ghost hotel, I thought he was referencing down in the Tampa St. Pete area because when I when the Tampa Devil Rays first started in 1998 and I was covering the team, I covered them for two years, 98, 99, 2000, three yep, years. Yep. They would put teams up in this hotel in St. Petersburg, Florida, which was known to be haunted and, and players didn't want to go there. But I saw that this is for a road game. For, this is the Fister. Uh, yes, Jerry. It's uh, a haunted historic Fister Hotel in Milwaukee, which is where they put the players. And he is very afraid of ghosts. And so they have promised him they're going to put him into a new wing of the hotel. Mm. And they're guaranteeing him there. Oh, they're no- going to guarantee the ghosts aren't going to fly through the walls. <laughs> That's okay. correct. Yeah, right, okay. That the ghosts only inhabit the old building. Right. This thing was like built in like 1700 or mm. something, this hotel. And G-Man Choi is afraid of them as well. G-Man Choi also, Jerry. But He's I, one of my fat baseball players that I love. I did see, though, that he connects with the ghosts. He talks to the ghosts. He touches the ghosts. He says that over the years, this is a G-Man Choi, says that over the years he has had many ghostly encounters that involve uh, hugging and whispers. Right, right, they right. They whisper sweet nothings into his ears. Yeah. There are a couple other players on the Rays who say that uh, they are somewhat afraid of ghosts, but they deal with it. They don't really care, and they will stay in because they're hotel. friendly ghosts, right? I guess so. I'm a, I'm a, I would not stay in a haunted hotel. So I couldn't get Me you to personally. go to the Fister. And Fister, by the way, is spelled P.F. It's one of those mm-hmm, like P- Pfizer. Fister. Yes. How do you say that? Fister <laughs> Hotel. Why don't right, they so stay in like a Hyatt? You- if I, uh, because I don't know. That's a very good question. Because I would think the road team has the choice to go wherever they want. Yeah, now, uh, Yandi uh, Diaz said he was thinking about going, getting go his somewhere own else. hotel room. He should. He's, I'm sure they make enough money. Even if he makes, I don't know what Yandi Diaz makes. Even if he made MLB minimum, he's making $800,000. Go get your own hotel for a couple of nights. Right, right. This is the only city, I guess, where he's yeah. staying in a haunted hotel. And this isn't a 25 plus one deal. Remember, that was the whole thing with A Rod when he was trying to come to the Mets. Yes. Uh, 25 and one. No, 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 no. He's afraid of ghosts. He wants to go stay at the, the, the Days Inn. Good for him. I would stay at the newer tower, though, as they promised him no ghosts there. I would feel comfortable with that. Like, let's say the Borgata was haunted, but they were like, the the water. The water called? club? The water club is not. We'll put you there. But like, that's fine. Right. I don't think the ghosts are going to wander over to the water club. So there's no chance you'll ever see Milwaukee in the Fister Hotel. 
I would walk around. I, you know what? I would go in it during the day to walk around the lobby, see mm. if I felt anything. The ghosts come out at night. Exactly. I don't know that they're going to be there. That's what I mean. But I would go to see if I felt a vibe. You ever feel like a ghost could take over your body? No. That I don't think they would do. Why not? I don't know. I don't mean take over like you're going to become that person. I mean like they just, they glide right through you. And I and feel, you feel them. Like, remember the movie Ghost with yeah. Patrick Swayze? Where he was, he was overcome yes. with... Like, would you feel it penetrate well, He your was body. the ghost, that's right. When he penetrated Demi Moore's body. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. The ghost. Yes. Went through her body. And then he helped her shape the mold. Yes. And the clay. That's what I'm talking about. If I was Yandy Diaz going to this hotel, I would just bring a bunch of clay and see if a ghost could help me. <laughs> <laughs> and start playing the music from the movie. Yeah. You'd have a ghost party. Unchained melody. <laughs> right. Like, I, Andy Diaz gets to the game, and it's like, I had to go at the hotel last night. I was good. Also, I made this vase. Right. While listening to the Righteous Brothers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so stupid. I made this vase. Now, Gina stayed at a what she felt was a haunted hotel in Chicago, and when she did some Googling, she found that it was haunted. She heard uh, children playing in the hallways and in her room. Okay. Maybe there were actually children playing in the hallways. No, she looked. There were no children. Okay. And uh, so she's full on ghost believer now. Yeah. And the ghosts, I think, kept well, turning. You two are some couple. <laughs> the ghost kept turning off her air conditioning also. Come on. Stop it. Or heater. I forgot. I think she was. No, she was there in the winter. The ghost kept turning off the heat. How about the fact when the room gets the proper temperature, it actually stops and then turns itself back on like most of them do. And in fact, when she called downstairs to the hotel. No, no, stop it. They said to her, I forget the child's name. They go, oh, that's Cindy. No, I don't, come on. Yes, knock it off. That's what I promised, Jerry. Oh, God, help us. It was a hotel, a really old hotel in Chicago. Okay. Something happens where the spirits don't leave. And they magically turn off the heat. No, they just, they, children are playful, Jerry. This is a child ghost. You hate children. I do hate children, especially ghost children. You've called them the rats of society. I don't like regular <laughs> children. I don't like ghost children. And in particular, I don't like scary children in movies what about scary ghost teens oh my god <laughs> that's our ghost teen. we're gonna put you in the ghost teenager wing i think Fister you should hotel. go stay with the next team that visits milwaukee okay and you should stay in the fister hotel and live to tell about it or my last week of vacation i might go to milwaukee what would it take to get you to go to milwaukee and do this i would i i don't think i could sleep in that hotel you with wouldn't the try out. for one night no I'm, that would scare me. I mean, you sleep fully clothed anyway, so what's the problem? You could run You could run out screaming if you had to. You that, see, but this is the problem. You're going to talk yourself into it. Right. Again, your mind is going to play games with this. Well, that, uh, just like some of the players in the Tampa Rays, they're busting Randy, Yandy Diaz's chops. They're, they're putting right. up ghost pictures in his locker room. Exactly. And he thinks they're going to be pranking him all night. Yes, and they're going to be outside his door doing all sorts of stupid things. You know what? I would Yandy. bet I would bet the Brewers cuz these Tampa Rays <laughs> are going to be up all night either they might be. being scared by ghosts or trying to scare Yandy Diaz. I'd into, say that's possible. Yes. Thinking. I think that's possible. They should room Yandy Diaz with G-Man Choi. Do they uh, They're guys, grown men. They they're not rooming together. Uh, in yes, Major League Baseball players? Yeah. Yes. Well, that was the other weird thing like I would think. What's weird is like during camp. Yeah. Like we heard about uh, uh, who's the newest, Von Miller at the Bills. Yeah. Like they room with people at camp. But isn't so that weird? But isn't that also, though, if they're in, I don't know where, where where's Von Miller? The Bills now? Bills, yeah. I don't know where their training camp facility is. I don't know. 
maybe they're in dorms and there's limited space. It's so weird. Like it's Boomer a bonding moment. I guess so. No, I think Boomer did do that. No, back he did. In yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, So that doesn't shock me. I remember at Hofstra, not Hofstra, I'm sorry, Albany with the Giants. They stayed in the dorms. I don't know if they had roommates. I, we never, I never asked that question. I have no idea. But they stayed in college dorms for a month or three and a half weeks, whatever it was. Yeah, I even remember like the early uh, seasons of Hard Knocks were right. like that they'd be moving in. Yeah. So I, my guess would be, depending upon where training camp is, like the Cowboys train in Oxnard, California. I don't think there are any co- – I don't – to be honest, I'm not exactly sure, aside from Oxnard, California, where they're training. My guess is they're staying at some fancy hotel, and they have their own rooms. I don't know that, but – I'm not sure. I heard the Packers stay at the Fister Hotel in Milwaukee. <laughs> and Aaron Rodgers Hey, they is used to play scared. in Milwaukee. The, the Packers, Packers did? Yes, they did. Remember? Milwaukee County Stadium for a while. Oh, yes. Baseball field. Yes, I love that. Yeah, they had like two game, two home games a year yeah. there, I think. Yeah, that's right. So, I want the... and didn't the Falcons play on a baseball field, too, back in the early 80s? Fulton Fulton. County. Yeah. Right. How about that? That uh, stadium where... Uh, when the Cowboys, uh, Cowboys Falcons, nineteen eighty one, was that championship game or divi- no? I think it was a divisional, divisional playoff divisional. game. That was yeah. in Fulton County Stadium, right? With Steve Bartkowski, Steve Bartkowski. quarterbacking. Yeah, how about that? They were one of those teams back then that had two good running backs. I forget something. Andrews was one, and they they had like uh, those when you kind of had like a fatter running back and a, a fullback. Slim and a slim running back. A fullback, or you no, mean the guy who carried the ball? Guy who carried like the Ironhead ball. Hayward. Yeah, yes, like that. The Falcons were like that. The uh, Browns had uh, two good running backs at that time. Ernest Biner and uh, who got famous for all the wrong reasons, yeah. as we know. I know. I saw. I saw. Actually, saw that uh, the ESPN two or somewhere a few weeks ago. They was, showed that. Yeah, it was the the draw. All that stuff. So I didn't watch it, but I came across it. I watched it for two minutes. I'm like, that's enough. I've seen yeah, this already. I'd be locked in on that. I'm sure you would be. Or it's, anything 1980s. Yeah, which is why I got sucked right into. It was funny. Keith Hernandez said that uh, I got sucked into that Keith Hernandez uh, documentary during the Met Range. Imagine if he murdered someone. You really would have been locked <laughs> in. <laughs> they said when he got to the Mets, like everyone was so, because the Mets were so bad for so long. Yeah. That even uh, Jay Horowitz, the the PR guy. Went up to him and said, "Welcome to the welcome to the stems." Oh boy! He's like, "What is going on here?" He goes, "You idiot! That's Met spelled backwards." <laughs> He's like, "Where am I?" <laughs> Quick break. Twenty five in front of six. We've got mores to do's, and then you got Boomer and Geo at six on the fan. I'll give you the movie it was from. I don't, I don't know the movie. Singles. That means singles? Nothing. No. That, I used to play this song on uh, 106.3. Modern Rock at the Jersey Shore. This was their only radio hit. One of these Seattle rockers, Jerry. Not the Soup Dragons. No, no not Soup Dragons. Screaming Trees. Screaming Trees. Come on! Darn it. Oh! Yeah. That what a Screaming Tree sounds like? Yeah. Wow. A Haunted Screaming Tree. Nearly. This is a great song. I Very catchy. Lost you. Yeah. I used, couple... to play, I used to play that. It was in the rotation. Oh, yeah. That was in the rotation. Oh, yeah, Jerry. By the way, I heard, uh, how about this? I heard, you know, there's a local uh, radio station down the Jersey Shore. Yeah. Called The Rat. Yeah, 95.9. Yeah. You could listen to them on the Odyssey app, I hear. Oh, is that true? Yeah. I wonder if we own them. We don't own them. 
Odyssey. But that's kind of part of our deal? I guess so. You know, they're they're owned by a small radio. Yes. They only own a handful of stations. So I guess so we put that's their cool. stuff online. That's very cool. I, so I passed by their station when we did the Memorial Day weekend show. Yeah. And I thought to myself, look at that. A parking lot. Oh, my goodness. And it's the Jersey Shore. What a great place to work. <laughs> but you know what's weird about that place? They're radio tower their signal's not great is in the parking lot oh is it really which makes me that. think it's probably frying your bowls <laughs> you work there <laughs> well has anybody lost their balls <laughs> i used to have balls but then i worked here by this radio tower when i first started it in uh, florida largo florida was the first radio station i worked at it was a small like mm-hmm. suburb of tampa and our Again, radio sounds lovely our radio tower was right on the property of the radio station and you lost your balls no, but it was a 50,000-watt radio station, and wow. people used to call the station and go, like old people would call it, be like, your station's coming out of my toaster. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty funny. Like the electric currents were yeah. going to this person's toaster. That is bizarre. Who needs a radio? Just go buy a toaster. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, hi, I'm uh, listening to you guys on my toaster. <laughs> a couple of interesting notes from baseball yesterday, Jerry. Uh, Pirates infielder. Rodolfo Castro. He was just called up from the minor leagues. Oh, is that right? Yes. So he's just on the club. He yeah. uh, is uh, in a game, slides head the Pirates first. traded everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, we need somebody. Get, <laughs> yes. get Rodolfo Castro from yeah. our AAA team. So he uh, played in a game uh, yesterday, uh, slid into uh, head first slide in the third base, and his cell phone fell out of yeah, his back pocket. He was embarrassed by this. He was. I saw the quotes. He goes, that's not what you're trying to do. He goes, I, I guess he forgot the phone was in his back yeah. pocket. And he was, he goes, that's not a good look. Yeah. Like he realized very, it was through his translator. He realized that was stupid. Yeah. Not great. Where do these guys keep their phones during the games? In their locker, in the clubhouse probably. So no yeah. one has their phone in there. Well, I would think not. I, I, first of all, I don't know. The, the I don't know. I've never seen but anybody. I will tell, right. I will tell you from all the dugout shots we've ever seen. Have you ever seen a guy, and you see them on the tablets, which are given to them by the team, have you ever seen anybody on their cell phone? No. So, and you're not allowed to, I guess they would think you could be cheating with the cell phone. Right? Well, that too. But you can, I'm sure they're allowed to go back into the clubhouse where their stuff is. And how many times have you looked into the dugout, too, on a camera shot or when you're at the game, and you're like, they're like 25, like, where is everybody? And you see four guys sitting there. Yeah. They're probably about, who knows, playing cards, maybe on their phones. Who knows what they're doing? But no, they're not in the dugout. They probably, they're probably prohibited. He was probably excited just to have been called up. I could see him being on second base, like taking his cell phone out of his pocket. <laughs> like Keith McPherson, like Keith McPherson takes, does, yes. Take selfies in here. <laughs> that would be funny. The new, uh, the we new might, generation. Jerry. We might not be far off from that. Right. I mean, if so, we're going to mic guys up during all-star games, why not let them take Photographs yes, on the field. That'd be so great to see uh, uh, Rodolfo Castro slides in the third. He's safe. And he's taking a selfie. I'll give you a great, I'll give you a good broadcast idea as an alternate viewing choice. All right. GoPro on a guy's hat, on his hat. In I baseball. Watch that. Mic him up. Mm-hmm. GoPro. That would be really cool because you would really see what it looks like to be out there. What position would you like? Center to- field. I go center field. Well, I guess I, you could do different things, right? You, you do center field. You could. You could put the shortstop, even the pitcher, I suppose. Catcher. Yeah. Well, they have catcher cams. We have seen that, and I know I, they've they've done this to a point. I mean, a full three hour nine inning game. The GoPro on the center fielder 
running into the dugout, in the dugout. So you're seeing the game through his eyes, sitting there watching it from that angle. There's that would no, be cool. there's no. Well, he's in the dugout now. Listen, you got to break away when he goes to the bathroom or runs into the in the clubhouse. Maybe it cuts off, but everywhere. And you'd have to there have to be some disclaimer that language might be bad. But I would I would love to see that. That would be cool. How about an Aaron Judge cam? It just follows Absolutely. Aaron Judge. Yes. Yeah, you put it because they have. I have the GoPro, and it's. I don't. You'd have to really tighten it around the hat. I think that would be phenomenal. All rise. You could have two of them, one on his hat, and you put one on the uh, batting helmet. Yes. Who do we talk to? Rob Manfred. Rob Manfred. I don't know. I guess Manfred Man's Earth Band. That's where I feel like baseball will go, since they've already fooled around with the live mic in the All Star games, which I love. That's probably the next generation. You got to do something to get the kids more involved because they all watch the highlights on YouTube. I don't know how many really care about the game anymore. I'm like the kids. Yeah, no, I know. You're a highlight guy. I love the highlights. I know you do. I know. I love breaking so it down much gets in nine lost minutes. When you only watch the highlights, right. there's so much that gets lost. But I under, I totally understand. Yeah. About runs and scoring runs. It is. It's about runs. It's Even uh, it was funny, the uh, the highlight package from last night's Yankees-Mariners game. Yeah. They blasted through within 20 seconds the first uh, the 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 entire time that Castro and Cole pitched against each yeah, other, they I were just like that. full pitchers duel, and they showed strikeout, one strikeout, strikeout, one strikeout, 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 they lined out into a double right. play. Yep, and I think you're going to have the behind the catch, uh, behind the play catch by the Mariners pitcher, which took the Yankees. So out you of would inning. say max of seven highlights, uh, six or seven. Uh, yes. God bless whoever was here last night. I don't know who did this. Yeah, we have 28 highlights cut. <laughs> that would be Young Taylor. Well, Young Taylor did wow be over above and beyond. Yes, what he most did. do. And because of the lateness of, of the game, he missed his 3.15 train and was here until uh, almost 5. That's a go-getter. That You know what? That's a guy that that's cares. excellent. I, I completely agree. So, what? Right, Taylor, I, I guess that's the guy I said. I didn't know who he was. Correct. And he didn't introduce himself, and I should have died. I was just, whatever. I should have. My fault. I should have introduced You're myself. You're the superstar. You're the but one I, no, to stop. introduce. But I was running late, and I, I had to get, and they switched out my computer, so I was already annoyed because I didn't have to get into anything. But whatever, I figured that out. Taylor, phenomenal job. Not a good job, phenomenal, phenomenal job. Phenomenal job. Yes. Phenomenal. Because he also cut up Boone, Cole, Kiner Falefa. So, nice. And Taylor, Jerry does not throw this kind of praise out yeah. lightly. Good no. job, Taylor. This is, I, this is beyond a good job. Shout out, Taylor. Matter of fact, can we get a tape up in the morning? I want Taylor. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm not kidding you. Uh, the answer is no, but if it ever happens. Well, that... Super Bowl week. I want Taylor. Yeah, good luck. What do you mean good luck? No, we'll get a guy for we Super Bowl. We need a guy that week. Come on now. Or female Jerry. Women can uh, cut up tape I, as well. It's 2022. I'm not listening. You really think that's going to happen? Yes. Because I have to. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I, yes. It has to. I need, I need help. It's one week. Come on now. Jerry, this was cool. Shohei Atani yesterday. Yes, he's tied to Babe Ruth again. I love that. But 
Babe Ruth is this mythical character that we're not even sure if he existed or not. Well, no, we know he existed. <laughs> we just don't know how many of his home runs were really home runs. Right. Or just ground balls through the center fielders. <laughs> no, we don't no, know. No, no, maybe they bounced over the fence. But Otani got his 10th win. He has 25 home runs, making him and Babe Ruth the only players to have at least 10 home runs and 10 wins in the same season. Now, did you see what season Ruth did it in? 21. That was in the third paragraph. You told me you were reading three paragraphs. <laughs> 19... <laughs> 17? Close. 18. You Legit. That was in the third paragraph. Ah. So I thought for sure you would know. You didn't read the third paragraph. I didn't read the third paragraph. Now, it also time. said it had been done in 1922, twice, I believe, by um, two Negro League players as well. So it's not like it hasn't happened other yeah. than Otani and Ruth. It, it has, but it's very rare. But what's wild is in the Little League, the pitchers are the best hitters, and at some point that Goes away. A lot of times the pitchers are the best players. Yeah. So, like, watching the Little League World Series as I was yesterday for a few minutes, I forget what team it was, Massachusetts, whatever it was. The pitcher went five innings, got to his pitch limit, and then they had to take him out of the game. They bring in the reliever, and he goes right to shortstop. And he's batting fourth. Like, it's, yeah, I don't, I guess as you get to a certain level, they start to decide what your better path is, and they want you to concentrate on that. It's weird even in high school to see some guys being a pitcher-only player. It's like, dude, you're 17. Don't, yeah. don't you want to go play? And some do. I'm not saying they don't. But there, we have run into a couple of teams where, no, he's a pitcher-only. It's always uh, Little League teams where the kids have, some kids have beards. They're pitchers and dominant hitters because they have uh, puberty. Uh, yes, that 12-13 age, yeah. weird. There was a kid, <laughs> weird. There was a kid yesterday in one of the games. He was 6'1". He was 12 years old. I want the birth certificate. <laughs> and I'm sure he is, but it's just like, good Lord. I'm going to take a break. 5.53. When we come back, we'll wrap it up. Boomer and Geo, top of the hour. Right now, Odyssey Sports Minute, Amy Lawrence on Serena. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Right, welcome back. If you're just waking up, you probably didn't see the end of the Yankee game. They lost one nothing in 13 innings as they ran themselves out of inning after inning after inning. And the Mets win again, 14 of 16 as the Mets sees, uh, remain seven games up on the Braves. And Jerry, here midweek on a Wednesday, we get two day games today. The Mets-Reds, 1 o'clock. And the times are perfect. And then Yankees-Mariners out there in Seattle at 4-10 local yep, time That's here. exactly right. Nestor Cortez today. Yes. Against Robbie Ray. Robbie Ray? Yes. Who really was, I remember him from the Diamondbacks. Is he any good, Jerry? <laughs> You've heard of Robbie Ray. I yes. have heard of Robbie yeah. Ray. Probably because exactly. he has a cool name. Robbie Ray. Robbie Ray. Yeah. By the way, Chris Sale, his uh, season. This guy. His what season a mess. is done. You'll remember just a few weeks ago, he took a liner off his uh, pinky, which smashed his pinky. Remember he was, and he was smashing the, the lights in that minor yeah. league rehab start? Yeah, though he uh, got himself injured in a bike accident. WFAN. WFAN FM. WFAN FM HD1 New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.